0: Back to another episode of Mill Spouse Moguls with Military Spouse. Today we have another amazing and incredible trailblazing military spouse joining us, Brittany Zimmerman from Blue Bee Designs. And I have been stalking you. I know a lot about what you do already. I'm excited to have you and just actually have a conversation because I feel like I already know you. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Moni.
1: I feel much the same. It's like you're on the AMSI page. I follow you on Instagram. I see when you go
0: on vacation. So let's just, let's just make this official, right? Finally, we get to actually know, get to know each other. So for the people that don't know who you are, we want to talk a little bit about who you are and what you do. So give us the whole spiel. Sure. So um, Brittany Zimmerman, I
1: am a Navy spouse and I run an interior, uh, residential interior uh, design firm. So we serve clients from coast to coast um, with an emphasis on fresh traditional. So my goal is to always make sure your home feels fresh yet familiar um, and really just You know, this lifestyle offers me an opportunity to work with people in a hybrid basis, in person. Um, So, yeah, I'm just, you know, making homes beautiful one one duty station at a time.
0: Things I really love about what you said is that we always tell spouses like to pick a business or something that they can take with them. So you do interior design, you can take it everywhere. You can showcase it doing all kinds of customizable things. How did you get started in interior design? I would love to hear that.
1: Um, honestly, it was a design that started with like the JC Penney's catalog when I was about six, sixth or seventh grade. Um, <laughs> that was like, my mom always took me antiquing. I was always involved in getting to help like style up our home and, um, so it just was a very natural inclination for me. Um I've always been drawn to colors and patterns. Um I respond to my environment in different ways. Um so really I was doing, you know, work for free <laughs> for friends and family for years mm-hmm. um throughout college and and the years after that. Um, I majored in event design and management. So I had the uh the multiple spinning projects and plates and relationships with vendors um and i when i got down to it i realized i didn't love the events i loved the design portion oh, um so when you know 2020 came around it gave all of us an opportunity to kind of dig a little deeper find you know what brought us joy and um my husband had been so supportive in you know my continuing education efforts and he just looked at me in October of 2020 and said you need to walk away from your full-time job you you're called to do this wow um and really i mean if it were not for him and my family's support i i don't know that i would be doing this full-time um and it is very full-time <laughs> so so yeah so i just kind of dove right in um in March of 2020 when things closed down i really started working on a business plan Marketing and then come October, I was ready to launch. Um, and I did like 20 projects of different sizes within that first year. Um, so yeah, that's that's how it became a real
0: thing. <laughs> wow. I love that your spouse told you like, Hey, you, this is your thing and your journey, like to know at the age of seven or eight, like this is something that you wanted to do. What a gift. I love that. So this is like just part of your innate nature It becomes natural to you. It, is. it makes it not a job, right? Like when you're doing what you really are truly meant to do, it's not even a job. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I'm, I'm grateful. I come from a family of small business owners. And so I feel like I was also kind of surrounded by that, you can do anything you want to mentality. Um, So that to me was very, um, was very empowering as well. But, you know, he, he knew we'd be moving around. And I think the opportunity um, that he saw, you know, every waking moment I was learning and designing and doing everything I could, he was just like, this
0: is it. (laughs) Wow. Well, your tagline is curating interiors that speak to your soul. Tell us about the behind the scenes story of the Bluebell designs. Like, how did the name come up? And, you know, wh- how did the branding and this uh, tagline become yeah. part of it?
1: So, I think, like I said, I've always felt deeply moved by. Architecture by color by um, designs basically the aesthetics that surround us in this world. Um, prior to meeting my husband, I had taken a um, a big solo trip to Paris. It was kind of like my dream trip. Um, one, I always thought that you know, oh, I have to wait till I'm married. I'll go to Paris on my honeymoon, and it did not work out like that at all. It was me going out across the country, um, across the world, you know, by myself, and. Um, having always known that I wanted to do design, just not sure when that, you know, that opportunity would come around. Um, Honestly, I was walking down a street back to the Airbnb that I was um, staying in and I stopped in front of this bakery, this patisserie and like just the architecture. And it had like this black arch and it had this gold gilt carving in it. And it was this, the whole building was this gorgeous French blue, And so right then and there, the blue, like, okay, B-L-E-U, the French blue, um, it was like, and I just had that moment and it was literally like, stopped me in my tracks and it was like, this is your calling. This is what you're meant to do. Um, You know, it's a gift, I believe. And um, so I just feel like in obedience, you know, I was able to walk into that a year later. Um, The B is so my name being Brittany, my nickname has always been B Bee, from parents, from friends. Um you know, and I didn't want to go out and name it something, which in hindsight I'm glad I didn't because I would have had to change my name at some point. Um but you know I wanted it to just be something unique to me. Um so we'll see if down the road I I rebrand, you know, but um but Blue, it. it's, you know be kind of just who I am. <laughs>
0: I love it. And and that really um, is like the, the the beginning of like learning about the brand and embracing the brand is you. And we If we talk about branding. We're always like, make it about yourself. Don't make it about your logo. And And I love that. I love that you've incorporated your name into it. And that is a really smart thing to do for any type of business, you know, because it has your name. So tell us about your experience as a military spouse um, and how that's influenced your decision to become an entrepreneur. I know you said your family are you you know you come from family of entrepreneurs. Tell us the the influence around that.
1: Yeah, so I think for um you know for the most part when my husband said, you know, this is this is your calling, let's do it. Um I was working in a job that would let me, you know, I could easily move from from station to station. Um but he saw the flexibility that I needed and really the flexibility that his career demands. Um, so I think the biggest thing for me is that, you know, when I need to put my husband first and his job first, um, whether it's getting ready to, you know, run errands to pack him for a last minute TDY, um, you know, and I can just push what I have for the most part that day to focus on him. Um and supporting the mission of the Navy, I was able to do that. Um again, flexibility to work wherever I am. When he was deployed last year, I was able to go home with my to my parents and my sister where they live. And I was able to work for five months, um, you know, completely not being by myself at a new duty station. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, so really just the flexibility, um, and then the ability to travel, um, you know, if I wanted to go and meet him or if I need to go meet clients, um, pretty much all my clients are still back on the, in the Southeast and on the East coast, um, so being in Washington, I just get up a little earlier so
0: I can try to be on East Coast time. most of yeah. the day. It's okay. tough. I was on the West Coast for a few weeks for like vacation or not vacation for last year for work. And mm-hmm. I was in Alaska and in California. And I was like, I, I felt like I could not catch up. <laughs> <laughs> so, I applaud you because it is, you know, everything starts on the East Coast time. Like the best yes. that everything's already up and going way ahead of you. So tell me more about Oh, and I was going to say too, like the ability to travel and have a business and still generate revenue while tra- traveling is so empowering. Yes. Like like my business was still making money while I was on vacation and if I had to tackle something I didn't have to go into an office or I just had to open my desktop and I even talked to Roy the other day I was like I kind of want to go to Greece he said, well, I can only go for a week because he's in command. And I said, but I can go for a month. <laughs> Half laptop will travel. So you're inspiring me. And in that maybe that's something that I'll do and plan for next year because um, I just, I want to be over there and to have that experience to work from your laptop and still grow your business and generate revenue and support the community. It's just so powerful. Right, right. Really- and-
1: And to that effect, I work with three different military spouses that are in Mississippi and Germany and Kansas. And like, I love that by hiring them, I can continue to support their business. And we're all like, we're all doing this in our own little
0: locations. Yeah. And I have a team of all military spouse contractors and, you know, it's the same feeling. Like I can support them building their businesses, like, They have different businesses and they do different things for me, but they also do it for other clients. It's just it's such a blessing to be able to pay it forward and to help our community grow and, you know, generate revenue and just build their portfolios. Incredible. Tell me how how to use your business to make life beautiful. I mean, I'm looking at your background, the aesthetic, (laughs) I see the blue and, you know, I'm interested more about how you make life beautiful for yourself and for others. And how does texture play a role in that and your life because people who are designers and love interior, they like, it's all about the aesthetic, the feeling and textures. And so tell me about that process.
1: Yeah. So um, color and texture are two things that just like they do, they speak to my soul. Um, They're my favorite design elements. I utilize color to tell a story, to evoke emotion, um, to excite you or relax you. Um, In our own home, I feel like the most important thing is to keep this feeling like home, no matter if it's a rental across the country or another, you know, another state. Um, But but it's and especially with the white walls of our rental, like we have a lot of like colorful furniture and upholstery, yeah. Um, and so for me, like that brings a smile to to my face. Um, it actually brings a smile to my husband's face. Um, you know, just this past month, he was like, Can we add some more color to our master bedroom? And I was like, Yes, <laughs> okay. I, mean, I mean, my plan is working, we'll just say that. Um, you know, but really, it's it textures and colors, to me, they're they're inviting. They tell the story of who you are, where you've been. Um, you know, we want our home to feel welcoming wherever we are. Um, and to me, being able to live in our home comfortably means using textiles that are livable. Um, you know, I use a lot of cotton. I use a lot of twill. Um, they're like very grounding fabrics, but they're also very like welcoming, you know, like come yeah. curl up on this sofa. Um, you know, we are, we just are those people who really live in our home. Um, and then I love using another textures like bespoke embroidery. So whether it's, you know, a tassel, a monogram towel, um, you know, a trim on a curtain, as it's just those little thoughtful touches that to me really lends a personal, you know, hey, she thought through every detail of this. Yeah. Um I do that in my own home, I do that in clients homes. Um and you know to me those
0: are just things that
1: make it feel like home.
0: What does bespoke mean? Did I did I say that right?
1: Yeah, so bespoke is just kind of one, it's one of a kind.
0: Um oh, very cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so it's just those little touches that um you know, they just they add a little something and they're just a little piece of uniqueness to whatever element it
0: is. Let me ask you a question. This is not on our our list of <laughs> this. But it had me thinking, you know, I moved here. I haven't lived on base housing for so long and we're only here for two years and the size is half of what I had before. You know how it goes. Right. (laughs) And I just was in this funk and I feel like I'm still in the funk. And I did a little bit of stuff here and there, but even like my dad was on Facebook the other day, he was like, we're on FaceTime. He's like, you have no curtains up. You didn't put your pictures up and I just I don't know how to get re-inspired to like do that again I feel like I'm in a PCS funk you know I'm just like making it livable I have the the cushions I have color in some of the rooms with the pillows and stuff but I don't know do you have advice like what could I do to like re-inspire me to what I have one year left yeah things maybe like that I can do that don't that don't require a lot, but that would make it more homey and maybe like s- spark my interest to redo it again. Cause I feel like we hmm. get that, right? Like if, I've moved like, you know, 18 times and you know, all these different things. Like, what do we do? Like, do you have any advice? Cause I need that. Like, that's literally what I do. This is the most decorated wall. You see what's that? Hey, that looks like it's decorated. <laughs> the most decorated, honey. Like I did the thing cause I knew y'all was going to be looking back here. <laughs>
1: you know i think the biggest thing and like i said for me it's a sense of control um, i hate to say that okay. but we as military spouses don't have a lot of control over our lives yeah. um, so if i can control how my home environment feels i feel like i start off at that new station like a step ahead of the game. Yeah. Um, so, so for me, and again, this is the designer mind, this may not be normal. Um, in fact, it's probably not normal. Um, but I take, you know, the photos and the as if I can get measurements, like we're renting from people right now, so not in base housing. Um, but you know, I will throw those pictures in my iPad, I'll sketch it up, I'll think, okay, we could do curtains here. We could add, you know, do a gallery wall here, um, maybe add some peel and stick wallpaper over here. Um, but my first thing is getting pictures I hung up on the wall mm-hmm. and curtains hung up in the house. Um, mm-hmm. I know those are not the most functional things. <laughs> um, my husband will definitely tell you those are the most least functional things that I'm like demanding in the first week that we're here. Mm-hmm. Um but I do, I kind of go in with a plan. I try to get myself excited, um, especially this last move. Honestly, we moved from Florida to Washington. Um, does not get any more different or any further. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so for me, being able to kind of dream and scheme what I was going to do in this rental home for two years, um, it's what kind of got me excited um, mm-hmm. get here. So as frivolous as it sounds like, girl, once your kitchen is set up, Hang the curtains, mm-hmm. put the picture, put the holes in the walls because those things, even though they may not seem like a big deal,
0: it affects your everyday. It does. It mm-hmm. does. No, it really does. I can I can definitely tell. Like my master bedroom, like we have new furniture and like the furniture also makes a difference. Like mm-hmm all the the pillows and stuff like that. But you're right. I think that's that's such great advice. Thank you. And I will say like and and it's funny because I feel like I live with one foot in the real world and one foot in the military
1: world, um, especially as a designer and a homeowner. Um, And it's like, while I may not source certain things for my clients just because of the level of service that I'm providing doesn't mean that I won't source them for my own home. When yeah. I tell you I have gotten some of the best Wayfair curtains for $50 or less per panel, I'm okay with buying multiple panels and multiple supplements for multiple homes. Yeah. Um, you know, because I'm not putting hundreds of thousands of dollars into decor that's not going to work at the next house. But, you know, $60 worth of panels for two years, to me, that's worth it. Mm. Um, so I think everybody, ha- you know, you have to find what you're comfortable with as far as like, this may not work in the next house um and i'm also really big on furniture that's multi-purpose so you know if you followed me you know i'm big on antiques um yes. so like secretaries and you mm-hmm. know chests that can double as consoles in the entry like um yeah so just you know look at things with a fresh
0: perspective see what could double use in your house <laughs> I appreciate that advice because uh, <laughs> I need it. I need, I need it. I think it will really change the vibe and like my energy level going into this last year. Uh, you know, my husband's in command. He's never home or, like, right. you yeah. know, so I, I create this space where I'm happy, you yeah. know, and, like some of it was by the furniture. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. our furniture doesn't fit. I want new furniture for this or that. I don't want to force it. put it in storage just let's redo what we can and so that really that kind of helped you know with like okay she's happy and now i'm like we need to do more so i'm getting inspired i'm gonna be and sending them to you
1: (laughs) i'm gonna follow up with you and i want to see curtains Moni. i want to see curtains
0: I, i think i'm gonna do that i really do now my son he decorates every time I go in his room, he's added something to the wall. He has different collages. And I'm like, hmm, he's onto something. something. He is. He's gonna y'all are inspiring me today, <laughs> I'm telling you. Um when we talk, when you when when we're talking, you're you know, you're talking about creativity, how does the innovation contribute to the art and science of entrepreneurship? Um,
1: does the word pivot and the the yeah. friends image pop <laughs> into your head there? Um, I feel like we have to be innovators, entrepreneurs yeah. have to be innovators. Yeah. Um I I am constantly ideating, problem solving, coming up with these random thoughts of like, oh, this is a problem. Somebody needs to start a business to solve this. Um You're one
0: of <laughs> friends. I am like that too. I like give away ideas. I'm like, this is an idea. Anybody want to take? Yes. uh, One of my
1: good friends, she's a professional organizer. And so we have, we serve the same clientele. So we've really found a cool relationship together that we can like refer each other. Um, But she texted me the other day and she's like, Hey, this is an idea you need to run with this.
0: (laughs) And I'm like, I can't do anything else right now. (laughs) Like I barely have any time to do anything. Yeah. But so I think, you know, I think the,
1: the energy has to go into harnessing what you can manage. Um, I keep a running list. Like I, I am a list girl. I have a list of ideas, um, scalable ideas that, that I eventually want to get to when my husband retires in eight years. And it's like, you just have to constantly be problem solving, uh, going through the services that you offer, looking to see, you know, hey, do my clients continually have an issue that I could create a niche service for? Mm -hmm. Um, So I think really that creativity, that innovation, um, you know, to me, the services that I offer are a natural solution Mm -hmm. to the problems that I was seeing. Um, And again, I have tons of notebooks, and I'm trying to like, figure out how I'm going to scale myself um, between now and retirement. And then when retirement hits and we can put down
0: roots, I mean, watch out world. I <laughs> know that's right. I have I actually while you're talking, I have like a few people I want to refer you to because they they do their whole house. Like it's not yeah. even you know, adding pillows and stuff like we're talking about they redo the entire house and it's it's crazy. So I'm I'm gonna be connecting you with a couple of really cool people that I think
2: awesome. was. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs>
0: Um, when we talk about, um, can you share a specific example of how you have overcome unique challenges faced by military spouses? So you just talked about pivoting. Is there any specific story you can share with us how you have pivoted that could inspire somebody else?
1: Yeah. So, um, so we went through our first. I've only been a male spouse for three years. Um, actually, our he gets home. You know, like a day after our anniversary, as normal. Um, but. Um, being able to, hold on, let me think back where I was going with that. Um, unique challenges, no spouse. Oh, so deployment. So when my husband is gone, um, we don't have kids at home. So I have the ability to create really a whole life for myself when he's gone. Um, for me, that unique challenge of six months by myself, um, Mm -hmm. allows me to really dive deep into my work. Um, I won't say I become a workaholic because I do balance, (laughs) you know, I like, I started doing ballet classes again and things like that. But, um, I think just taking the challenges that are presented and just turning them into opportunities. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm kind of that annoying, like Susie sunshine, like, but what can we make good out of this? (laughs) Um, Uh, you know, and at times you have to just be your own cheerleader. mm -hmm. Um, when it gets really hard, it's just like, okay, well, Um, so, so for me, that's that extra time during deployment is, is huge. Um, I also created kind of like a pre move networking, um, system for myself. So I got on alignable joined Facebook groups in our new area, started connecting with realtors, professional organizers, other military spouse entrepreneurs. Um, and so really instead of, taking three to six months when you get to a new duty station of trying to find my footing. Cause Lord knows we're all just trying to survive this first, like six months. Um, but knowing that I already have like, you know, some coffees with realtors lined up and, you know, meeting other male spouses and getting people together and, you know, think tanks, um, to me, that's, that's a great use of the time while your husband's away. Um, so I feel like I can kind of, hit the ground running. Um, and again, being flexible, being able to work virtually has been, has been huge.
0: (laughs) Yeah. The virtual aspect, I tell you what, I feel like everybody kind of learned what military spouses have been like doing for years when COVID happened and, uh, I don't know about you, but my husband—I feel like the whole military fell apart during COVID. I was yes. like, "What is wrong with y'all?" Like, <laughs> call my me. husband didn't go to work for like three months. <laughs> yeah, I feel like my husband did not work for three months. Like he, like I was like, "How do y'all? My my life is entrusted in this military." I mean, not only was my husband—they were having problems—but like every spouse I was talking to, they were like, "They like don't know what to do." Like. Yeah it was just insane. And I'd have to like, tell my husband, I'm like, you're on video, like talking to him, like you're on zoom. That means like when, what you look like, people can see you. Like if you share your screen, they can see what you have. Like it was just so crazy. So absolutely the virtual aspect of it. Like when everything was happening, I was like, people simmer down. Mm -hmm. I've been doing this for years. I built multiple businesses. You've proven you've done the same thing. Everybody calm down. It is doable. And now that everybody's on that virtual type of bandwagon and people are saying, hey, our our, our, our team can be productive. Four mm. hours of productivity is better than the eight hours in an office where you're only paying for two hours of productivity. Exactly. So, you know, welcome to our world, everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we knew what we were doing long before it was cool. <laughs> yeah, like I was teaching classes on Zoom and meeting with clients on Zoom and had clients all across the country before, COVID happened and people were trying to learn how to do it, you know, how to market themselves and everything. So that was, that was really interesting that, that part of being able to take an idea or take a talent mm-hmm. and make the business it's, it's golden. And that's the number one thing, you know, when I talk to spouses who are wanting to start a business, they don't know what to do. I'm like, what are you good at? What right. do people say you're good at? What did you go to school for? What do you enjoy doing? I don't care if it has nothing to do with your degree. Like, what is it that you could wake up and do every single day, you know, like work out, you can write. Like there's so many skills and talents that we have. and You can do your design from home and Zoom. And, you know, I know some designers that they fly, you know, once they have all this stuff, they fly in and then they do all this stuff. So amazing. Exactly. Yeah. I always
1: tell my clients, Hey, I am available for installation for, (laughs) you know, (laughs) on-site visits. And right now I only have one large like renovation project. Um, And thankfully we're near the end, but it is, it's one of those things that's like, okay, so I'm already planning out when I'll be in Florida for my eight clients that are there.
0: Um, wow! Yeah, <laughs> that's that's pretty awesome. Great client list there. When you yeah. talked about balance, because we're talking about doing things virtually while your member's gone, the need for stability as a military spouse, our flexibility, adapt ability are required in entrepreneurship. And you talked a little bit about that a minute ago when you were saying like, "Hey, this is what I focus on when my husband is gone." How are mm-hmm. you able to balance all that?
1: So I was just saying that like stability for me is creating my own routines. It's creating a workout routine, a meal planning routine, <laughs> grabbing friends, you know, together and having coffee, um, spending as much time with my husband as I can, given 12 hour, 13 hour work days. Um, so I think that no matter where the Navy sends us, knowing that if I surround myself with other creative entrepreneurs and that I can travel and I can work hybridly. And um, that kind of, you just have to create your own stability that way, um, your own routine, so.
0: And how does resilience play into that as part of your journey? And how do you cultivate it in a place of adversity?
1: Yeah, that is is something I'm definitely still learning. Um, Like I said, I've only been a male spouse for just three years. Um, prior to that, I thought I was pretty resilient person. Um, (laughs) Turns out there, there are plenty of opportunities to learn to be resilient in this lifestyle. Um, I think for me, like being able to often change my marketing strategy, um, my advertising plans, um, approaching new locations with an open mindset. um, And honestly, like out here, not letting the disappointment of like Washington people don't really do interior design. Um, They, they spend their money on camping equipment and sailboats and being outside. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so for me, part of that resiliency is accepting that not every duty station is going to provide what the last one did. Mm -hmm. Um, And kind of just, you know, Just keeping in mind that like I can always travel back to where my former clients were, our former duty station, Um, you know, because once that referral word of mouth starts getting out, I feel like I'm always going to be backtracking a little bit um, Mm -hmm. because we're not at one spot for very long. Um, And I think the biggest thing with resiliency is living in the, you know, living in the moment, not wishing away the next eight, eight to nine years till retirement, but keeping really, I keep my eyes on the prize of that retirement year. Um, Knowing that our forever home, like we've decided where we want to retire, what little city we want to be in, um, in North Carolina. And just knowing that that'll finally be my chance to put down some permanent roots um, with Blue Designs. And um, so, like I said, in, in that scaling, I'm trying to build resiliency and knowing that by the time we get there, I will have built a lot of resiliency
2: skills.
0: <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you have eight more years to go. Maybe you'll move a few more times and you're going to learn a lot of really great, um, some really great lessons along the way. And so when mm-hmm. you do settle down, you're, you're just going to, you're going to know Yes, you've been through all it. How do you incorporate your personal values and passions into the entrepreneur ventures that you are taking right now?
1: Yeah. So um, I think as far as personal values, um, I'm you know, my thing is honesty and integrity. Um, I am very transparent with my clients um, as far as keeping open communication um, throughout the different design processes. You know, I send like a weekly Email recap where we're in certain phases. Um and, you know, integrity is, you know, not billing my clients for time that I'm learning something that I need to be learning anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it it never fails that each project brings some new piece that I'm like, oh, yeah. I need to learn a little bit more about that. <laughs> you know, so just being being very transparent. Um when I first started, I, there was a lot to learn. Um, there's still a lot to learn. And I'm very open with my clients about, hey, I believe in staying in your lane, stay in your zone of genius. This is my zone of genius. But what you're asking me to do is not my zone of genius. So I'm going to find somebody who is, you know, reputable that I can refer you to. And I think clients appreciate that, you know, oh, okay, she, she doesn't do that, but she's, she's up front with me. She's not going to try to fake it till she makes it. Um, and then I think too, you know, I've always been a big, um, supporter of small businesses, uh, USA made products. Um, Mm -hmm. I, you know, my first thing when I do, when I get to a new, a new city, new state is to find my local businesses, um, walk in, get to know those people, find out how I can support them. And so when I'm sourcing, I source primarily from USA made products, artisan made products, Mm -hmm. um, Products that are high quality, artisanally made. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that to me is, is very, very important. Um, obviously, supporting other male spouses. <laughs> you know, I have three, I have two VAs, a, a Shopify person, a website person. They're all male spouses. Again, supporting what I believe in. Um, and then, and then connection. That's a huge thing for me. Um, I believe that, you know, my client has to be trusting and I have, we have to have that good relationship. Sometimes we work together for over a year on a project. Um, If you don't get along with that person, it's, it's not going to be good. So just being genuine in those connections, um, building trust, building friendship um, and then the passions that I have, you know, I am passionate about art, antiques, um, makers, working Mm. with other creative business owners um, so again, that's just kind of shown in who I source things from and who I surround myself with, you know,
0: and people will know what to expect from you, right? Like, yes. so, you know, and so when they refer you and it's really good, like you've already honed in, like, this is what I do. These are my mm-hmm. sets. That is very amazing that you are like, Hey, this is not what I do, but I'm happy to refer you. A lot of people, you know, will just try to do it. You know, and then that's where the client experience goes bad. That's where anxiety and overwhelm becomes part of like your everyday because you're taking on a task that you have no idea of what you're doing. So it's always really great to refer out or just say, Hey, this is not something that I do and be okay with it. And I think a lot of people don't want to say that because they're scared that they're the person will leave. They won't be the client,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: but see, you're honest. And so you're building that trust with the client. And I think that really allows for a long, long-term relationship
1: and
2: referrals.
1: Yeah. And I will say this year, I've been so blessed. Um, going into my third year of business this October, um, 90% of my business in 2023 has been word-of-mouth referrals from yeah.
2: clients that I've worked
1: with. Um, so, you know, if if you're ever scared to to just be honest with somebody, yeah. um you know, I say, don't be, throw caution to the wind, be open, be vulnerable, be honest, um, because it pays dividends.
0: Yeah, it really does. And when we talk about community, because obviously you mentioned hiring spouses, you know, what strategies have you employed to build a supportive network and foster collaboration within the military spouse community on top of already just hiring spouses?
1: Yeah. So again, you know, I start with stay in your zone of genius. So for me, I outsource things, um, e-commerce, website, um, design assistant, back-end things. Um, So for me, it's like, that's, that's an automatic thing. Um, You know, we're only one person. We can't do everything. Um, I also am huge on sourcing like from Spousely, from, you know, Etsy, from, you know military markets that we have you know like holiday markets things like that mm-hmm. um but i think the connection part is i've always been a people person i'm an extroverted introvert um so i choose who i connect with very selectively mm-hmm. um because it's either draining or it's energizing right and for me i love nothing more and maybe this is the southerner in me i love nothing more than bringing people together um i love when I make a connection with somebody and then pops in my head, you know what, I need to introduce you to so-and-so because y'all would make a great connection. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I've, I've managed to create this amazing organic group of military entrepreneurs, creative entrepreneurs, I will say, um, you know, that we're in a group text together. We have monthly or quarterly meetings. Mm -hmm. We take turns, you know, doing a zoom meeting on like, what we find that we're good at, that the other people may have questions about, right? Um, so I feel like almost I've made this little like Amzy, like this little baby Amzy, you know. And it's like, <laughs> you know, we just can bounce ideas off of each other. It's a judgment-free space. Um, so I think that like being able to work with those spouses and and other people that get it um, with our lifestyle, yeah, um, th- it just brings another element to. A community, really.
0: Yeah. And community is so important. I mean, that is the pillar on which I built. Yeah. I've done. And it, it's a real testimony to how when you are good to people, when you help people, when you support them and meet them where they are, how they will in turn do it to you. Yeah. And really, I think, you know, for me, community is, you know, you said so many powerful things, but it is is—it is a place where you can truly be who you are in the season mm-hmm. you're in, and those people can support you. And I don't think there's any other community like the military <laughs> community <laughs> that can say, girl, guy, we yeah. hear you and we feel you Sit right. and with mm-hmm. it and then power through, right? Because, um, yeah building a business is such a lonely journey and in the
2: it, yeah.
0: it certainly is. And when I first started my business, my first business, I really thought, and I don't know, I guess maybe just nobody explained it to me. I really thought that I had to do it by myself and I had to learn everything by myself. And that was so hard. Yeah. That was so hard. And I was like, I was struggling in the beginning. And then that's why I started the mill spouse creative Facebook group, because mm-hmm. I was just, in such a lonely place. And I wanted to do something and I needed more people. And once I started to open my mouth, everybody was like, me too, me too, me too. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I'm not by myself. (laughs) uh, Moving on top of TDYs, on top of retirement, like all these other factors that other communities could never understand. Um so I love that you found I I love that you found yeah. that like your own micro community within AMSI. Yes.
1: And <laughs> and what's neat is like I feel like again like you said you know not we go through things that other other business owners and other people civilians don't understand. Um and so a lot of times those those phone calls, those messages are hey, I'm really struggling. You know, I'm at the end of a six-month deployment and I am just really struggling. I'm not motivated. I miss my husband. Or, hey, deployment just got extended. Um, Or, hey, we have a surprise dropout TDY. Um, How how am I going to cope with this? So a lot of times those phone calls are just real life. Yeah. you know, yeah. and they they get it. It's just yeah, and that's the, that
2: is all you need
0: is that they get yeah. it. That's it. Like there needs to be no explanation. There does not need to be a problem solved. It's just like I get it. I'm here with you. You exactly. know, there's it's just so special. So when we are talking more about, you know, we were talking about like, you know, uh, pivoting and, and all of those, can you describe a time when you had to step out of your comfort zone as an entrepreneur and how did it contribute to the beauty? and growth of your business? Because I mean, even I was telling you before, like, I just launched this new program, I'm in a season of immense growth, stretching. Um, and, uh, you know, with every muscle that you stretch, you have to stretch more and more. And it's like, <laughs> I'm having those days where I'm like, Oh, my gosh, what am I doing? Why did I do this? And it's, yeah. hard, you know, so how are you able to, you know, what have you done to step out of your comfort zone? And How does it contribute to the beauty and growth of your business?
1: Yeah, I think for me, um, like I said, this move to Washington for us was was huge. Um, It was huge for both of us. My husband had been stationed in Jacksonville for all of his career, (laughs) except for (laughs) flight. We were comfortable and really just just putting myself out there and saying, hey, I'm new in town. I'm not here for a long time, but I want to make meaningful business connections in this community. um it wasn't a step. Um, for me, it was a shove. Um, if I'm being very honest, It was kind of an uncomfortable shove. um, you know, to get out of that comfort zone. but, but, like you said, with each with each connection I make, with each cold call that, you know, I try to establish a friendship with to get to know somebody that could then further, you know, I can help them, they can help me, we can support each other. Um, Mm -hmm. it gets easier, you know, Mm -hmm. and you realize like when you build ANSI, you realize you're not alone. Mm -hmm. Other mill spouses are feeling the same thing. Other business owners very much feeling the same thing. Um, and so I think just being kind of just outright with it, um, say the things that, you know, you're not supposed to say, Yeah. and, and that's a great way to connect with people. Right, <laughs> because most of the time we're thinking it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And some of us are just loud Southerners who will just say it. Where are you from the South? Um, from Florida. Like, okay, you know, okay. So, yeah, just born and bred. And oh, gosh, I miss everything about the Southeast being out here. I miss the food,
2: yeah. the yeah. people.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, I was at. are you at JBLM?
1: No, we're up in Whibby Island. Okay, so we're so basically in Canada.
0: <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, I was um, I was at JBLM and it definitely is. Uh, I was there for four days. It definitely is a different, different pace of life. Yeah. It's beautiful, but it is. It is be- it's different. Um, and we've done most of our tours in the north or in the South. So North, Northeast and South. So that's why I was asking where at, where you were from.
2: So as you're
0: wrapping up, what advice would you give to other military spouse entrepreneurs who want to aspire to make life beautiful Mm -hmm. through entrepreneurial pursuits? Um, Don't
1: stop daydreaming. That is probably my biggest thing. I was 33 years old before I got to live my dream job. Um that's a long time to not give up on something. To, to feel that you're called, you've been given these ideas. Um and you know, just don't be afraid to keep keep dreaming big dreams. Um know that you're not the only one facing struggles, whether mm-hmm. it's relational job, growth, um, and with that surround yourself with like-minded people, um, whether it's a faith community, business community, friends and family, um, you know get your battle buddies um and, and stay close to them um and then honestly <laughs> and this duty station has taught me not every duty station will be a place where you will grow financially in your business mm-hmm. or you know to me I think this duty station is is growing me as a person
2: mm-hmm.
1: um it's teaching me a lot of a lot of resiliency and a lot of different you know personal skills um and so just know that there is there's opportunity everywhere even if it may not look like what you wanted it to initially um look like so and be flexible
0: <laughs> yeah flexibility <laughs> is certainly the key as a military spouse and you have to be flexible because you know you're you're you you've signed up for a life that requires your spouse to be a priority, not that we're not a priority, because I certainly feel like I'm a priority. It just means that we have to pivot in different ways. We have to lean in on community. We have to be willing to stretch. And um, like you said, don't, don't give up on your dreams. Like, even if it seems so hard, I meet so many spouses, they're like, discouraged. Mm They're just like, I left my job, I left my family. And I always like, what is it? You know, you have to get through this little hump, like be in the season, but get over it, and you know, yeah. the best of what what it can give you. And um, exactly. there's something really great to take away from every place. And I love that you said this experience here doesn't maybe financially is not the you know like as far as clients, but you're learning a lot about yourself. And yeah. this is a, maybe a leadership time to learn about leadership and learn about expansion, and that's just an opportunity, mm-hmm. a great way. And a perspective to have, you know, that other spouses could also learn from. So final thoughts other than (laughs) never give up on your dreams. We'd love to hear any final thoughts about interior design or how we can connect with you and support you.
1: Yeah, um, I think. You know, supporting me means also supporting other mill spouse entrepreneur platforms, Um, whether it's AMZ, 12 million plus, Spousely, um, you know, look for ways that you can support spouses who are just trying to live their dream um, wherever they are. Um, As far as connecting with us, I'm very active on Instagram. Um, I love to add like personal things to my stories, you know, give people a little glimpse of like Mm -hmm. You know, this is our fur child, and this is what we do for fun on the weekends. Uh, this is my favorite recipe lately, um, and then yeah, just you know, as far as design, I guess um, you know I'm not afraid to give you know some advice here and there. Um, I tried to do you know like Tip Tuesday. I can't stay on the schedule for that, but um, you know. <laughs> I encourage people all the time, like, if you have a random design question, just DM me. I'm not going to be like, sorry, you have to buy a a package for two hours Mm -hmm. of consultation. If it's a one-off question and you're wondering, like, just DM me. I'm just, I'm just a person. Um, I love to chat with people. And um, so, yeah, I would think, you know, just, yeah, just connect, connect with people. I think if, if COVID taught us anything, it is we need that human connection. Um, you know, and you never know what you're going to learn and grow with when you connect with other people. So that's my biggest thing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I think everything you said had so much value. You dropped so many gems and you really showed up authentically during this interview. It was so great to talk to you and get to know more about you and um, your journey and your background and, you know, your family and their business. So I hope that this inspires somebody. You've inspired me today. I'm like, I keep looking up to, up to windows. I'm like, Oh, maybe I'll just get white. Like I'm, I'm inspired. <laughs> so I'm so grateful for the time we had today. And I'm Yes. Excited to support you um, and refer you when I see people or when I know somebody's looking for a designer and um, just continue to um, support one another. So thank you so much for being here with us today.
2: Yes,
1: thank you so much for the opportunity. I was I was just, you know, shy of flabbergasted when when yeah. you reached out. And I thought, oh my gosh, Manny wants to talk to me. <laughs> so, but again, thank you for creating a platform for creatives, you know, and male spouses to just... To come together to support one another and just to feel like we're not alone because we're not
0: <laughs> yes and military spouse does a great job of doing that too you know they have this amazing um, magazine they put out every month and mm-hmm. sharing our stories sharing your story my story and you know It really, no matter how much we try to do with each other and collaborate, we can never reach all the spouses we want to. So together we're more powerful and it's just a a great opportunity to um, encourage other spouses to go after their dreams, which is what you did today. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again. I really appreciate it. I had a great time chatting with you. You too. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of Mill Spouse Moguls. We can't wait to see you guys next time. Bye.